on this week's podcast, we will be having a simple chat between me, Thomas, and Edward. This is a simple, simple podcast. This is why it's called Simply Life. We sit down and have a chat. Next week, we will be on the road, driving around and having a chat again. But it will be spun about a bit. So, join me and Edward for a new podcast, a brand new series. Thank you. Start listening. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. Right. Happy birthday, Thomas. <laughs> it's not my birthday. Why not? Well, it's not my birthday. Well, how do you decide when a birthday is? How do, Well, it's the day you were born. Is it? What, what do you define it as, then? But you have a birthday every year. Well, it... You really tried to wind me up, aren't you? No. Well, right. So why do you have a birthday every a, year? Your birthday... It's the anniversary of your birthday. Is this a celebration? A celebration of your life. Well, no, it's not a funeral. A celebra- it's a celebration of your birth. Even after 70 years? Yeah. Well, some people... Well, they start, you start to grow away from birthdays, and some people don't like their birthdays, but... Why don't they like... Do you like your birthday? Well, uh, as a child, you enjoy your birthday. Well, I'm not really a child, but... Pardon? I'm always told I'm childish, but... So you don't like your birthday? Well, yeah, I do enjoy my birthday. I think, as children, people enjoy it more because they get presents. Ah, so... As an adult, you, you just get a card or two. So you define a birthday by the No, 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 no. I'd define it as a celebration of your, you know, a celebration people... People do it as gift. It sounds you like mean you gift. celebrate the fact you survived to that day? Kind of, yeah. Well, so it, is there any looking forward at a birthday? Um, looking forward to your birthday? Well, yeah. No, after your birthday. After your birthday. Looking for How do you look forward to your birthday the next year? Well, you could be looking forward for another 364 days. To your birthday? Yeah. Mm. So when do you stop looking forward to a birthday? When do you stop looking forward to your birthday? Mm. Well, if you're dying. Well, I don't think I'm dying, but I don't look forward to my birthday. Well, no, that's what happens when you get old. When you get old. What happens when you get old? Oh, you end up like you. Yes. So you and describe that for the people who are listening to this. What describe what old is? Yes, you've said that when you get of like any you. age so over seventy. How have I got like me then? What do you mean by like me? You're an IAP. Yes. You so, have a bus pass. Yeah, but what? You have an old age to do with my pass. birthday. What does that? I, I don't know. So what does it have to do with the meaning of life? You, you, that's basically what you say. No, because so you're looking forward to your next birthday because yeah. yeah. Because. I'm not. Uh, I, when did I say I was looking forward to my next birthday? Well, I assume you're looking forward to your next birthday. I, I, you don't look forward to it. You just uh, when when you get slightly older, you you don't you just take it in your stride. But I thought 
that you were looking forward to your 17th birthday. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to my 17th because I, I can drive. And I'm looking forward to my 18th because I can buy alcohol. What else? So you want to become an alcoholic? <laughs> no. And I'm looking forward to when why I'm do, 21. Why do, why do you want to buy alcohol? Why do I want to buy alcohol? Mm. What is alcohol? But why do you want to buy it? Well, to say that I can. Right. Um, so birthdays are there to celebrate because you can. Basically. Oh, so what happens at 21? What, at 21? Mm. You said you wanted to be 21. Oh, when I'm, I can't wait till I'm 29. No, I can wait. Well, I'm going to have to wait. But at yeah. 21, I don't know what happens at 21. That's when you truly become an adult. Ah, uh, no. Well, no, you had an argument with me. Well, no, a discussion. Discussion. So, you had a discussion with me about no, 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 when no. you actually become an adult. You, you physically, legal, you, know, you legally come, become an adult at 18, but in your mind, you become an adult at 21. In your mind? But I told you the other day when there was a discussion on the radio about how long adolescence went on, which is prior to being an adult, it can go on up to 10 years, which takes you to around 23, 24, 25. And they defined being an adult as being able to survive on your own, make decisions for yourself, fend for yourself, look after yourself, and have the ability to cope with things that life throws at you. I can do all that, though. Ah, uh, but you see, that's the mind of an adolescent who believed that to be the case. And then suddenly you find, ah, there isn't anybody. And the same thing happens when you get very much older. Like you. Yes, like me. And then somebody you may depend on isn't there anymore. And you think, oh, the last resort isn't there. Yeah. And then you really are faced with it's me or another or nobody. And then if you feel you can cope with that, you know you're an adult. So you could be not an adult until you were 30. You see, and one sign of adulthood is being able to listen to another point of view and contribute. Which is something you is clearly so... can't do. So you know, therefore, you might as well become a politician. An adult. I think you're basically a politician. No, no, no. You're that. I'm just. No, not, no. They they can mumble on for hours and hours. Ah, oh, but I'm I'm rattling on about things you asked me to rattle on about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you what when you're getting older. So back to your birthday then. So what have you got to look forward to at your next birthday? My next birthday. Well, you tell me about your birthday because you have such a big opinion of your birth of a birthday. I told you, birthdays don't mean anything to me. Birthdays don't mean anything to you. No. But shouldn't that be one of the happiest days? Why? I think last year. What did I do on my birthday last year? But you kind of appreciate. I think I was on I, the high seas. I think, you. I kind of appreciate really. You know, like I'm trying to say this without offending a massive amount of people oh don't change the habits of a lifetime carry on well i'm gonna say this i hope this doesn't offend anyone but when 
because you're well adopted, mm-hmm. it it slightly has a bit of a different effect because I it, I kind of because you never you, you never really wanted to get in touch with your real parent or your no. birth parents. No. Um, you 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 kind of. Uh, you kind of, I kind of thank mom for bringing me into the world on my birth. On my birthday, it's kind of thanking you, the people around you for being your. But when, when, it, for you. So on your birthday, then you buy presents for your mum, saying thank you very much. For... No, on my birthday, they they appreciate that what well they've kind of brought on themselves. Oh. So you went with you. With Do you, you think your mother really knows what she's with you, on herself with you? Then? With you, you, with me. you didn't. You know, you, you I know you ha- have. You you could class your birthday as kind of the day your parents adopted you. You know, sort of thing. Some parents do two things. They have two day, two birthdays. Their real birthday and their and adoption their day. Adopting adoption day, whenever that was. Well, adoption birthday they call it, don't they? Yeah. So, that, that's when their life truly started, their classy tennis. Well, I don't know they do, but anyway, they, they say it's an important part of their, their life. Yeah. But that's, that's modern-day thinking. In my day, it wasn't... That wasn't In your day? My day. <laughs> when I was very young. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so right. birthdays don't really mean an awful lot. Yes, the special ones when you've got a naught or a five at the end of it people think are important and it's nice to be with friends but say the last birthday I think I was on the high seas somewhere on my own the birthdays before that I don't remember so yeah yeah well it, it is on your birthday is quite a difficult thing to define, but you kind of think you take it how you think of it. Some people think of it differently. So how do you measure whether your birthday was a good birthday? Well, I don't. I, I don't think a birthday is a bad day or not. I take it as a normal day. It may be a normal day to you. You you wake, wake up, but you just think, no. Oh, so, so many years ago. So, so it doesn't matter then who's around. So I'm an ex-birthday, I'm going to be... I work sixteen years ago today. Hmm. And it doesn't matter who's around. Well, yeah, it, you you like to surround yourself with family, but when you get to older, you like to kind of lock yourself away on your birthday, kind of thing. Don't like. Oh, that's all right then. So you won't worry if I'm not going to be around. You get people who don't want to come out the house on their birthday because they think they're old. Are they? Oh, do you... they think so? You get that though, don't you? You must I know people who are like that. that. You must know people who think they're getting old. Do you know? Well, I hope we all think. I don't that. know why. I don't worry about age, really. Well, that kind of sounds a bit like a paedophile's thing. Why? Well, I don't worry about age, you know. Why should you worry about age? What's that got to do with paedophilia? Well, it. Because well no but pervert whatever whatever it is for underage sort of thing do you know that doesn't doesn't really have anything to do with it does it where's that come from oh, I'm just saying I know it's nothing to do with age it kind of yeah 
Oh, that's when you could connect the dots. I can't connect any dots. Not me. I'm too old. You tell me. Well, you are losing. I'm it. just losing it. You see. So I've lost me dots. When you lose your dots. That's it. Yeah. Right. Moving on from this this birthday talk sort of thing. How did it merge onto that anyway? I have no idea. I was just well, that, that kind of conversations develop, don't they? No, well, I was just looking at the picture over there you see in front of me, which says birthday. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's all right. Then I can look at the next one, which says, George, don't do that. How can you even read that? Read what? How I can't even read that. Now, well, you see, when you get older, you learn to read. No, so I... when I'm old, now I'm old, I can but the see... text is too small. I know, and it doesn't say, George, don't do that. What does it say? I don't know, but it's from the book, George, don't do that. It's the original drawing from it. Oh, I, I thought you were and going off the... Your brother has got the original drawing from it as well. Has he? Yeah, so I gave it to him. The book and the drawing. Oh. But I don't know what he's done with it. Probably burns it on the fire because it's from you. I hope not. Because it's from you, sort of. No, no, nobody, no, nobody wants things from you now. I know. But that's all right. So, something funny that happened to me. Well, you, you were in the car as well, weren't you? Was mm-hmm. I? Mm-hmm. Was I in the car? Well, I'll tell the story. Do you know on a podcast you can't tell when you're being dug in the ribs? <laughs> well, that's the sound effect of it, right, yes. Well... So you mean when you were with Grandma and Grandpa in the car? Well, so, I'll, I'll tell the story. Please don't interrupt me like you have a tendency to. Me? Well... I never interrupt anything. We, pull, we were pulling into Asda car park. Which Asda was this? Just an Asda. Just... just... An Asda? <laughs> All right, okay. So we pulled into Asda, or Walmart, for you Americans. You see, conversation is really too... Please! (laughs) Sharing. Right, 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 right. It's just passing information. It's like computers. Right. (laughs) Your driving is like a computer. Right. Sure, 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 sure. Right. So we were pulling into Asda car park. So, because... I'd been doing a tad bit of driving around as the car park because we were going to a driving experience to drive cars around around places. So we were pulling in, we pulled in, and I I jumped into the the driver's seat, and Edward swapped over with me and got into the passenger seat. Who's Edward? You. <laughs> oh, right. So we... where's Grandma? They were in the back. They were both sitting in the back. So we... we were they terrified? Oh, no. I, I was driving around the car park. They were going, oh, very very good, very good. And Edward was going, yeah, mm, mm, don't, don't get too cocky. So we were driving around the car park. I, I went, I know. I'll, there's a big finale. I'll go and park in that spot. So I was pulling up to the spot. And I panicked and thought, oh, no, what, what happens if I don't... I, how do I break... Ah, ah, I, I, I should have known this. So instead of slamming on the clutch and slamming on the brake at the same time, I didn't do anything. So 
the way we stopped was mounting the curb. Do you do you remember that at all? Yes. Do you remember that? Mm. Yes. And then you had a panic. I panicked because I thought I'd rip the entire chassis of the car apart. And who remained calm? You. And I was just stood there going, oh, how, how did I do that? I'm an absolute idiot. You see, that one of the things in life is when you're an adult, you tolerate. Well, imagine what would have happened. You would have probably had, you. the insurance wouldn't have covered you. It would have cost you thousands of pounds if I would have done some damage. It would have cost me thousands of pounds of damage. Yes. So you'd be willing to pay for my mistake? But I knew that my Skoda was made of tougher stuff. Skodas aren't made of tough stuff. They are, and it survived without any problem at all. The only difficulty was that we had to get rid of the weight in order for me to be able to back it off. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> so, to Sorry. get rid of Sorry. the weight, we had to get Grandma to get out of the car. No, you can't say that. <laughs> Well, it was it's basically just implied she's fat. No. Wait, human adult. Human so adult? Can... She weighs less than me. Yes, but you had to get out as well. I got out. No. No, do you want to know what the reason was for us to getting out? So we could push it off. But you didn't have to push. Yes, we did. We went up the bonnet yeah, and started I pushing. I know, and you thought it was necessary, but you see... It was necessary. Skoda just needed a bit of rocking. All I needed to do was move forward a bit and then back. And over we went. And everything was fine. And we carried on back home as if nothing had happened. Because some of us can remain cool. <laughs> that just made it out like you're a big hero. No, what really happened was, was you were sat there going, oh. No, I wasn't at all, you see. Now, most people, had it been your parents, or your mother had been there, they'd have been all hell let loose. Yeah. But I'm just Mr. Cool. Are you? Yes, you see. What is the point in getting uptight and fractious and anxious? Because it sets a bad example. All right, that's end of part I... two. Oh. Okay, carry on then, carry on. No, it's the end. Look, carry on then. No, no, carry on. What were you going to say? Please, I can loop it in. Come on. Because when I am driving along the road at a gentle speed and traffic behind me gets all upset and angry, I seem to remember that Thomas gets all upset and angry because the people well, behind I, are blowing their horns. I have a theory. Whenever someone pips the horn... Whenever someone uses some aggression at me, I hand them that aggression back. Exactly, you see. That's but what you. That's uh, that's how I handle things. You handle things by going, "Oh, sorry, sorry, um, I won't, it won't no. happen again." No, no, no. I handle it by being a gentle sponge that absorbs it. A gentle sponge that absorbs it and then dreams about it. Takes the stress. You see, Ed Edward has it. these dreams where he doesn't get angry normally. No, no, no. Then he tells me he has these dreams where he gets extremely angry. Why do you get extremely angry in dreams? Probably because I bottle it up 
inside it. So it's not oh, to oh, be angry in front of oh, other, in front of other people. Oh. <laughs> you know, this podcast is going to sound very silly because you're making lots of strange noises, and it will show, it'll demonstrate that here's me speaking very calmly all the time. <clears throat> and there's you <clears throat> shouting <clears throat> calmly making <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> noises <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry sorry you won't be able to broadcast any of that oh sorry sorry I don't know where that came from Ed- Edward got done for speeding that's <clears throat> so criminal says. criminal I don't know how you'll do at this seminar why? I think I could imagine you putting your hand up and going, "What ha- what happens if um I'm going along and someone's dying in the back of the car? Get out! They'll just drag you out. The police will just come in and drag you out with like batons and be in the corner." But but I want to ask a question. Shut up! Poof. You see what a violent impression you give. Oh no! That little bit was all zap, pow, and violence and raised voices, whereas me. Oh. How would you tell that story then? Tell what story? You getting dragged out and beaten up by some police officers. But it won't happen. Well, what happened if it did? But it, it won't. <laughs> Next week we're telling you he's been beaten up by two police officers. I think not. <laughs> I think not. At the seminar I will listen. You? Probably you listen? Interesting. Yes, I say very little. But if I'm forced to say something, I will say something nice and calm and quiet. Do you think you need to go to sleep? No. You just yawned. Well, it's a lack of oxygen. Well, that means you're tired. It's also nearly my bedtime. It's half past eight. Oh, well. Right. Sorry about this, listeners. Oh, let's make our way through to the kitchen, then. This is Cooking with Edward. I don't cook a cup of tea. Well, I, I know, but... That's just sprayed water all over your best... Best audio recording device. Yeah. I'm listening, folks. Oh, oh, oh. oh, what's your kettle discussion? Can you hear it? Very important, the kettle is just boiling. And where would we be without it? Best American mug. Is it American? Yes. America. It's called Blue Bonnet, Texas. Blue Bonnet? It's like a lupin flower. And it's out April in Texas. I I wonder what Americans think of you and me. Back from a tea break. How's your tea? Delicious. Is it? First quenching. Perfection. As a mug of tea should be. Is it? Well, what should we go on to now, then? I mean, what should we go on about now? Well, what what should we argue about now? I think we should talk about African pictures. No, thanks. Why not? Is it just because you've looked down at the fireplace where you have your African pictures? Yes. <laughs> and why did I buy those pictures? Oh, I, I don't want it to be a history lesson. Right. 
So instead of talking about that, we will talk about Venetian glass. Do you, do you have anything that is, anyone would normally find in their home? Venetian glass. Have you used your sponge yet from Lakeland? Who on earth would have a sponge from Lakeland in their house? No, I'm, I'm just saying. I haven't got a sponge well, from it, Lakeland. It, it's like if you've ever used one of those magic magic brushes, it's rem- supposed to remove... Mary ma- Poppins had those, didn't Remove she? marks. Did Mary Poppins have magic brushes? <laughs> it's supposed to remove marks from most things. Well, I, 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 I just like the feel of it, so... Do you? Well, feel free to go and feel it. Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Venetian glass. All right, then. Well, what about um, the Chinese warriors? Well, can I just come up with a topic? Yes. All right, Donald Trump saving the world. How has Donald Trump saved the world? You've gone quiet. Well, it's like asking what a lady knows about driving. God, you can't say that. You'll have the feminists after you. Well, at least it's controversial. <laughs> oh, God. Now you've got to say something to... But the thing is, people say silence is golden. So if you want a golden podcast, I say nothing. <laughs> what an interesting podcast. Hmm. What did you talk about this week in the podcast? Nothing. No, 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 that's not right. We didn't talk about nothing. We said nothing about everything. <laughs> God's sake. So you spoke about everything in existence? Though. No, I didn't speak about everything in existence. Well, no, you, you went quiet about everything in existence. Yeah, so we can't talk about nothing. You've got to talk about something. All right. Can, can, can we get back to the Don- about everything? Can we get back to the Donald Trump topic now? But there isn't a topic. Why? What? Donald Trump saving the world? Whose idea is that? His own. Is it? Yeah. Well, he has a very strong opinion of himself. He loves himself, doesn't he? Uh, I'm sorry to offend Donald Trump lovers. Well, Donald Trump's lovers, I think. Uh, People who don't want to be talked about. Non-existent. Well, I don't Donald know. Trump's love is non-existent. Oh. Well, a lot of them have come forward to say that he was involved with them. Well, he, he, he paid off people. Oh, um, oh, I slept with you while I, while I'm married and had an affair with you. Oh, no, I didn't. No, here's, here's 200,000. No, I didn't. Okay, I agree with you. No, you didn't. I don't need to say anything. This is basically what Donald Trump has done. You were having a conversation with yourself then. Donald Trump, he he covers for the sex offenders. And he covers for them. And he goes, no, they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything. And then he supports them while they still go to prison. Well, perhaps he's a little confused. We all get confused at times. Don't you get confused? Do I get confused? Mm -hmm. Quite a lot, yeah. Tell me something you're confused about. Tell me, tell you something I'm confused about. Mm. Oh, definitely not my gender. No one suggested you were ever confused about that. Um, what about you? Confused about anything? Well, you've gone seven, seventy-three years. 
Yeah, but I don't get confused. Well, I do actually get confused. I don't understand how people... I think people do, you know, like... It, people find it quite interesting, like people's parents. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if you came out as uh, transgender or tran- transvestite or anything like that. That I think they kind of enjoy that sort of thing. They are kind of uh, a conversation starter. Do you? Well, I never think it's important. No, I, you get parents that. like that, though. Do you? Oh well. I suppose if it's what worries anybody at the time. Yeah. But I think it's important to know yourself, to be comfortable with yourself, whoever you are. And that's the way I approach life. Is it? Yes. Whoever the person is that is in front of me, I see as a person. And I try and react with them as a person. So whether it be in conversation, whether it be just a smile whether it be to help them in some way, that's the way to to attack it. Never to judge persons on how they are or how they feel about themselves. And when I was a teacher, well, I still am a teacher, but not... Well, no, you're not a teacher, really. I don't don't think you've ever taught anyone anything. All my life I've been a teacher. All my life, one of the basic things behind everything I taught is... Be true to yourself. Accept what you are, the skills you have, the things you're not good at, and take it from there. Try and improve, if you can, on things you're not good at, but on things that don't interest you, don't ignore them, but don't let it worry you too much. But above all, be tolerant. Okay, Mr. Professional. I've said my bit. Now it's your turn. So you want me to bore the viewers even more? Well, no, the listeners. The listeners even more. I'm trying to demonstrate tolerance. Hmm. Well, I think... Sometimes one's patience is tried by other people's intolerance. Well... But you should never meet intolerance... Could I just get onto a bit on the, the, you know, you, the the mouse, mouse has given two same gender mice have given birth, or one of them has given birth. The same same genders, genders, yeah, yeah. have given birth to a, a mouse. So th- that that could mean, well, le- lesbian couples. Could have children. Could have kind of children. Children. Well, that I know, I know they can have you know, but that they can have a child that they can truly, truly call, like say they've given birth to that exact. You know, like I know they can have, like, like um, what is it um, artificial, mm-hmm. artificial babies. Sort yeah, of thing. Insemination. Insemination, yeah, that's it. I was trying to think of the word. I know they can have that, but that that means they can I'm, I don't want to offend a load of people, but or you you're in danger or, you. or you're in danger of doing so. How? But carry on. What what to adopted children? No, 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 no. Carry on. What are you gonna say? Well I I I believe that could be a good idea. That that would cut out people going 
Um, people sitting there. I I disagree with gay couples. That that they should they shouldn't have all all that they they're not contributing to society. They're not having children. Well, and that would be a comeback to that, and that would stop prejudice. Is it prejudice? It could, it could do, but you see, that's the point that you're rather demonstrating that you mustn't necessarily judge people because we don't know what's behind them. No, yeah. It's like there was um, a man on a New York subway. Mm -hmm. He um, was, they filmed him shaving and it, it turned out he, this man had been homeless and he was going to, his brother, he, he felt so bad to tell his brother he didn't want to, and in the end, he told his brother, and he, he was shaving because he wanted to look presentable for his brother. And oh, he could lovely. I know it's it, that that's a classic case of people judging people. Don't don't judge a book by its cover. I know, but also you know you were saying about this whole thing about people or mice of the same sex being able to reproduce. It's an interesting scientific idea. It's kind of like cloning into well, gene editing. Yeah, and the thing is, well, at my age, as you keep reminding me, I'm old, it's not really going to affect any world that I'm going to know about. Well, it could do in the next 10 years. Well, it could, but I 10, don't think, 15 years. Yes, but as a percentage of the normal population, it's not going to. And I suspect that naturally the... Uh, number of babies being born will actually reduce. I've just got this feeling that it will still be a huge number of people, but I think the number of babies being born will reduce. I don't think that's the case. Because if if we carry on heading the way we're heading, we're heading towards 8 billion. Mm -hmm. A population of 8 billion. That is a massive number. It is, but why... What would... Um, do you think then would slow that down if you have to say? To I don't people, think you could slow that down. It's like the Chinese government have given up on that a one child per well, that's family because the population was actually dropping quite drastically. No, that's that's not the case. It's because the, you couldn't. How can you? How can you make that a law? Take away their children every time they have go over one well, child. Yes. I mean, they tried to do it by um, sort of either financial implication. Hmm. But you see, it's it's a question of education and responsibility, Tom. So yeah, yeah. If you're a responsible adult, and yes, you would like children, then you have to say, can we afford it? Well, yeah, that, but then you get people who don't look at that and they end up having to give up the child. But I think that will reduce. You think that will reduce? You mm -hmm. think... Yeah, I do. You do? I don't think that's the case, because we thought that a few years ago, but it, it's just carried on increasing and increasing. Mm, but the, there's the more births than deaths. Yeah, but I think the rate of increase... If we were able to get the births the same as deaths, I'm not saying introduce like a disease that kills more people. I, I, I mean... So which end would you control then? Assuming... You, as the great God, can control. Would you prevent births or would you encourage deaths? <laughs> How can you encourage deaths? Well, in other words, you would say, right, you've had 71 years, that's enough. Right, here you are. 
Right, you go to bed. I'll inject you with the stuff that kills you. Or, or force them all to go on a plane to Switzerland. Mm, or you could say, no, we won't allow any of that. We'll keep you all healthy and alive. But we'll stop babies being born. We'll punish anybody who has babies. No, no. no. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Or you could say in your family, oh, right, grandma's gone. You can have another baby in the well, No, but you get a lot of people, I'd say... At the minute, in the UK, I'd say 5% or even 10% of children most uh, uh, um, unwanted, uh, do you know, oh, no, by accident, do you know, I'm not, I'm not saying they're an accident, I, I'm saying it's done by pe- parents that don't realise that they've kind of got pregnant and gone past the point of abortion sort of thing mm-hmm. and it, th- those children have a uh, i i could see children like that having a bad upbringing you know just being but i think you'd find that if they, they i'd they encourage i'd encourage you know uh, prevention steps i would encourage you know the birth control mm-hmm. things like that and good i would encourage more that and protective thing, cautions. Do you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's like we've introduced. I know this is a really bad comparison, but we've introduced airbags into cars and seat belts to keep people alive. To keep people alive, yeah. But this is to to prevent the population from getting even worse because we are, at some point the population is going to get so bad we can't provide for the population. Yeah, that that's the way it's heading. At the minute, we have. The problem of poverty and food, the loss of food. But I don't think it's because of there isn't enough food to go around. I think it's because of these rich people think there isn't enough money to go around. They throw tons of food out every day. Like, you you may, like, go to McDonald's, get a burger and eat half of it and go, ah, oh, it tastes too nice, and throw it in the bin. I know that, that sounded a bit like you, you know, like... Be sat around the table. There's children. There's children starving. You're not eating your greens. Do you know, like a bit like parents are. Are they? Well, yeah. Who do you know that says that? I, I don't know. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> uh, I know it's difficult, and we all have to do our bit. But um, yeah, I'm doing my bit. Right. So I think this is drawing to an end. Oh, thank God. Join us next week for the Simple Life podcast. It will air every Sunday night at any time on Sunday night when it goes live. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear you next week. Thank you. Goodbye.